Good afternoon, and welcome back to the Maïs and Asol. This is your host, Chad Reeves. Today, I will be doing my final installment in this podcast, titled, Women Are Heroes Too! The Story of Three Mayan Women During the Guatemalan Genocide of the 20th Century. The horrors of genocide yield all sorts of people, from the vilest individuals to the most respected and revered. Genocide rarely deals in anything but absolutes. Genocide does result in great heroes who combat villains. There are no prerequisites to becoming a hero. There are not specific definitions of what a hero looks like or does that qualifies them as a hero. Of heroes, Walter Little writes, quote, These are not people chosen at random. They're profoundly human, with a great sense of solidarity, with their fellow humans and with a living conscience of the cultural reality that defines their existence, end quote. Many times, heroes are not self-recognized. Often it takes the passing of time for a hero's work to be recognized as heroic. During the 20th century, from roughly 1960 to 1990, Guatemala was engulfed in a civil war, which was backed by the United States of America. This led to a Mayan genocide in Guatemala. From all things that are bad, there always comes some good. In the underrecognized testimonial book, Me llamo Rigoberto Menchu, y así me nació la conciencia, from 1983, one reads about the life of a Quiche Maya woman who survived the Mayan genocide in Guatemala, a woman who escaped the horrors it brought into her life and community, a person who survived to tell her story, Rigoberta Menchu Dum. In her book, she recounts many stories from her childhood to her adulthood. She relates Mayan traditions and beliefs, some of which are sacred, while others pertain more to the mundane habits of Mayan life, like working in the cornfields of the Altiplano. Gleaned from Menjutum's testimonial book, I highlight three stories of heroism performed by the least expected people. Individuals who, in the face of certain death, ignored all signs of injury or harm to themselves to carry out their life, ultimately becoming heroes of the resistance fighters. During the Mayan genocide of the 20th century, it is argued that these heroic Mayan people, all women, serve as examples of strength, courage, perseverance, and valor in the face of the oppressive enemy, the capitalist state of Guatemala. Rigoberta Menchutum is the first woman, though her strength for all that she did and continues to do for the Mayan populations of Guatemala is in no way more excellent than the stories of the other women who were engaged in fighting for the same cause. I will highlight these three individuals of the genocide as depicted in Menchutum's testimonial book, Menchutum for her support of fellow Mayan women during the turmoil of the genocide. A 90-year-old woman, Menchutum mentions in the 19th chapter of her book, 
who accomplishes feats well beyond what anyone in her community expects. And finally, Manchu Tum's younger sister who acted bravely in the defense of her family and her community's cause. Rigoberta Manchu Tum is known for many reasons. Two of the predominant reasons are for her testimonial book, Me llamo Rigoberta Manchu, Y así me nació la conciencia, and in 1992, she won the Nobel Peace Prize for her work during the Guatemalan genocide and civil war to protect the civil rights of her fellow Mayan people. While these two events are crowning moments in her life, they are in no way representative of her scope as a hero. There was a time in her life that she would travel from town to town to help, counsel, teach, and guide her fellow Mayans. She meets a woman, a peer of hers, that had been raped by military soldiers and consequently was pregnant. Manchu Tum learned to not judge, but instead to show love, comfort, and support for her friend. Manchu Tum recalls, quote, While I was living in the house of one of my friends who was pregnant, she told me, I hate this child inside of me. I don't know what to do with it. This child is not my child. She was very distressed and cried all the time, but I told her, you must love the child. It was not your fault." End quote. Considering the meaning of life, especially new life for the Mayan people, this is an emotionally charged situation. Nevertheless, Manchu Tum put all of the cultural aspects aside and focused on loving her friend and supporting her during this most difficult time of her life. Manchu Tum repeated this act of heroic, non-judgmental love towards her fellow Mayans time and time again during the genocide, and by doing these acts of love and support, helped transform her into a hero. Another example I, will, I examine is a 90-year-old Maya woman who never identified, who was never identified by a name. One aspect that defines her as a hero is that she stood firm in the face of danger and acted to protect herself and what little possessions she had left after the Guatemalan military had killed her husband and child and children. Of this woman, Manchu Tum says, quote, But this woman was extraordinary. She was an exceptional case in this village. She must have been about 90. This woman was left all alone. End quote. This woman had been robbed of all that was most important to her, her family. When the village learns that the military is in the region, they decide to leave for the mountains for a few days until the military had cleared out. But the old woman said that she would not go with them and would stay in her little house. The woman prepares to stay at home despite the proximity of the military. Quote, she set the trap and prepared her axe, her machete, her hoe, and her stones. She got everything she needed to defend herself, ready, and went to sleep. A unique aspect of the situation, which set this woman apart from the others, is that the woman chose to exercise her agency, which, S. Ashley Kistler says, quote, refers to the ability of social actors to make lasting and meaningful impacts on their society. 
and constructing identity, defining cultural practice, and creative value. End quote. The use of agency is a key factor in the making of a hero. In the very early morning of the next day, this elderly woman came into the mountains seeking out the others, exclaiming, I have a surprise for you. I have killed a soldier. I have killed a soldier, she says. But nobody believed her. But she kept saying, I'm so happy. I don't want to die. I want to live again. I killed a soldier. End quote. This elderly woman, despite her age and doubtless physical compromises, took on a soldier and killed him, which is an act of tremendous bravery and strength. This is a heroine's act. This is a particularly special and unique example of a hero during the Guatemalan Maya genocide. It proves that heroes can be anyone. The third example is of a woman hero of the Mayan genocide is a younger sister of Menchu Tum, whose defining act takes place in the Guatemalan Congress building. Many Mayan protesters had gathered on Guatemalan National Day, taking over the building to demand that the genocide be stopped. Menchu Tum and her younger sister's eldest brother was at the head of the protesting column, and these protesters were greeted by state military men holding rifles while pointing them at the protesters. In a passive defense, Manchu Tum's younger sister walked in front of the soldiers with a flower of peace in her hands. Manchu Tum describes, quote, My little sister put herself in front of the rifle with her flower. They didn't dare shoot my brother. End quote. This specific act of selflessness, coupled with bravery, exemplifies heroism, carrying a symbol of the sanctity life in her hands to combat the hate and horrors of the Guatemalan genocide. These are countless stories. There are countless stories like these, which are representative of modern women heroes during the Guatemalan genocide of the 20th century. Women are not the only heroes of the Guatemalan genocide. There are many, both women and men, who are heroes and fought for the benefit of the Guatemalan people, like Vicente Menchu, Rigoberto Menchu's father, or her brother, Patrocinio Menchu, too. Thank you. Again, this has been a reading of your host, Chad Reeves. This has been the Maíz en Us All.